Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Bully and I talk about GCW homecoming this past weekend. That's right. WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and the greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Bully Ray, talk about the championship matchup against Nick Gage, your champion, and now new champion, Matt Cardona. Nobody could believe it, but everybody's talking about it. And who do we talk to? Your new GCW world champion, Matt Cardona, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We are actually starting the show this morning talking about GCW because with everything that's going on in the world of pro wrestling, I don't think there was anything talked about more in our industry than the match between Matt Cardona and somebody we had on recently, Bully, Nick Gage. And that has the pro wrestling world in a buzz in front of, I don't know, what, 1,500 fans in Atlantic City, New Jersey, And that's exactly where we're going to start today because if you haven't heard, a small promotion based out of New Jersey called GCW grabbed the attention of the pro wrestling world this weekend. And I love it, Dave. I love when you see a small company like this able to garner the headlines, able to get people talking. Once again, it's very reminiscent of the company that, you know, I came up in and is very near and dear to my heart, ECW, Uh, uh, a tiny promotion in a shithole bingo hall at the corner of Swanson and Rittner. Uh, GCW, like you said, wrestling world is talking about it. Nick Gage, wrestling world is talking about him. Matt Cardona, the new GCW champion. People are talking about him now. It might not be the entire pro wrestling world, but it's enough of the pro wrestling world that has taken to Twitter um, and want to talk about it, whether you love it or whether you hate it. You know, I put up a tweet yesterday with the video after Cardona won the championship and people were chiming in. And to me, it's very 50-50 right now. People either appreciate it for what it is or they think it's complete garbage. Well, With fans coming back and Monday Night Raw and NXT and Dynamite and SmackDown and everything that's going on on much larger scales, this little company who did a show in Atlantic City 
has the biggest pro wrestling radio show in the world talking about them first. And as, as we, as me and you know, Dave, as the nation knows, <clears throat> if you're doing something right, you're going to catch our attention. And if you've earned our attention, we're going to talk about you. Yeah, and let's kind of break it down for those who may have not seen it or for those who might be hearing about it for the first time. First of all, Nick Gage, and he was recently a guest on this show a couple weeks back to promote this match. Awesome 30-minute interview. You can still catch it on the SXM app. It's there in video form, so you definitely should check it out. But we talked to him, and he's a deathmatch wrestler. You know, in his home is GCW, Game Changer Wrestling at a, at a, at a uh, South Jersey. And he was also recently on Dark Side of the Ring. And he's a guy that uses light bulbs and pizza cutters and everything. They chairs. Chairs are like the least of people's worries when they step into the ring with somebody like Nick Gage. And it's a bloodbath. And then you have Matt Cardona. Obviously, everybody knows Matt Car Cardona, the former Zack Ryder from the WWE, who is about as WWE as WWE could get. And now, you know, wrestling with Impact Wrestling and he answered the call and the challenge of Nick Gage. And they had a championship match this past Saturday night. So, like, whenever you have a matchup that's going to be a bloodbath, and we knew it was going to be a bloodbath, that's number one. A lot of people call that bully, like, deathmatch wrestling. We heard it when we talked about it with Omega and Moxley a few months back. A lot of people call that garbage wrestling. We disagree. But, you know, there's a conversation to be had about that. But also for somebody like Matt Cardona to go into this type of territory where he is going to be booed, he's going to be hated, and to step in there, the respect factor. Did he need to do it? Does he have to do it? And then you had a match that was just a complete mess of blood, like everywhere. Blood everywhere. But Bully, like it or not, I have to say... I loved it. I was excited about it. The emotion from the crowd got me excited. But I think the big question to the Busted Open Nation is, A, did you watch it? If you watched it, did you like it? And if you didn't, why didn't you? And do you like that kind of style of wrestling? And then there was also a tweet that we're going to read in a little bit too from Dave Meltzer about the crowd reaction that happened on Saturday night as well. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. <clears throat> when it comes to this type of match, as I've said before, I think you agree with pro wrestling is art. Whatever you want that art to be, there's no difference in pro wrestling and uh, music. Um, the circus, if you go see Cirque du Soleil, there's probably like 30 different Cirque du Soleils, all with a different theme to them. The yeah. constant is that <clears throat> it is the circus, but Different stories go along with different acts. Same thing in pro wrestling. Not everything is going to be um, Masawa versus Kawada. Not everything is going to be Flair and Steamboat. How can you call Gage versus Cardona an embarrassment or garbage and not call Funk versus Cactus Jack, the same thing. They were having death matches. They were built, they were, you know, they, they were they were building an entire brand 
over there with FMW and the IWA around death matches. It was working. Why? Because we hold Terry Funk in such high esteem that if Terry Funk does a death match, it's okay. But if Matt Cardona and Nick Gage do a death match, it's not okay. I mean, they sold 1,500 tickets or they had 1,500 people in the building, whatever. Those people were hot for that match. Those people wanted to be there. They paid to see that art form and those guys gave it to them. We always compare wrestling to rock and roll, Dave. I look at this as quintessential guar comparison, right? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I mean, and we're gonna get people we're don't gonna think- get, no, we're gonna get to the Meltzer because there's something that Meltzer said, not even about the match, but the crowd reaction. We'll get to that in in the next segment. But I want to read you a couple of tweets from fans of our show. And one, this one's coming from Dave, who said, not a fan of the product. Kind of disagree with LaGreca and Bully Ray giving exposure to somebody like Nick Gage and Deathmatch Wrestling. Nothing is gained by AEW because AEW, obviously, we all know that Nick Gage is going to show up on AEW on Wednesday to wrestle Chris Jericho. Nothing is gained by AEW for supporting this venture. They could have 20000 at the venue and put it live on free TV. I'm not watching. Hashtag garbage. So how would you react to somebody? Because I bully, I, I'll say this. I'm a fan of Deathmatch Wrestling, but there's a part of me that can understand where people might look at this and say, you know what? This isn't wrestling. You know, this isn't my cup. I could, I could completely understand that. Deathmatch wrestling, like to your point, like a guar or like punk music, it's not mainstream. It's not supposed to be mainstream. It's supposed to be a little underground. But what happens when underground becomes big? Sometimes that bleeds into the mainstream. Was Alice Cooper supposed to be mainstream? No, it because but but the popularity and the fact that it was taboo or the fact that you know your parents didn't like it, all of a sudden it made it okay and people wanted to listen to the music. Same thing with Metallica. Metallica is like the biggest rock band of all time, but when they first started, nobody thought that that was going to be mainstream. I don't think Metallica is a good apples to apples comparison. I'll go with Alice Cooper because he was the king of the macabre, you know, with people getting their heads chopped off and um, all of the, 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 the body parts flying around on stage, the guillotine, yada, yada. And people shun that. And they were like, this is the worst thing ever. But Alice Cooper got so over that they asked him to be on the Muppet show. I mean, so this death match stuff, if, if 10 people would have showed up to the show, then I would understand how, you know, certain people don't like it might say, well, look, nobody's going to see it anyway. These guys are killing themselves for no good reason. But there are a lot of people there. And I'll, I'll go back to the actual match. If you incorporate psychology into the match, any type of match can work. Why was this death match bad, but Kenny Omega versus Moxley's death match is okay? Why is Moxley rolling out a, um, uh, a, a net of barbed wire and then both going into the net of barbed wire? Why is that okay, but this isn't? It doesn't make sense. Uh, um, um, uh, the, the type of match that they're having is no different than a gimmick match. 
And AEW decided to bring this public enemy number one in Nick Gage on board to have a match with Jericho. So the tweet is like, well, AEW has nothing to gain from this. Listen, I'm sure Tony Khan and Chris Jericho put this under a microscope and said, what do we have to gain from it? And you know what they have to gain? They have a small portion of the wrestling industry that might not have watched AEW. I don't know how many GCW fans watch AEW, but I can tell you for sure that GCW fans will tune in on Wednesday night to see their god, Nick Gage, try to beat Chris Jericho. This is Jimmy Smith, voice of WWE Monday Night Raw and host of Unlocking the Cage on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. And I'm here to let you know that Unlocking the Cage is now available as a podcast. That's right. You'll get my take on the trending stories in combat sports and interviews with some of the biggest names in the fight game. I'm bringing you shows every weekday. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Shout out to uh, Chelsea Green for uh, taking care of him because he was a bloody sliced up mess. Ugh. 
it was pretty it was pretty rancid. But you know what? He did it. He won. He's the champ. But the reaction from the crowd was interesting. And we've bully, I think you could say in the last 20 years we don't really see reactions the way that we saw the reaction of that GCW crowd on Saturday night. And for those who didn't see it, just take a look at social media. Bullies retweeted it. I've retweeted it. The Busted Open accounts retweeted it. Video footage of just people just belting Matt Cardona with bottles while he was holding that GCW World Championship. At one point, <laughs> Matt Cardona is actually blocking his face with the title belt so that he wasn't getting belted in the face. Now, imagine getting the crowd that riled up that they want to cause you physical damage because you just won a world championship. Now, Bully, to me, it's exciting as a fan because you just don't see that anymore. I mean, you, you, there's examples of it. You at lockdown when you won the TNA championship from Jeff Hardy, when Hogan, Hogan's heel turn, when it turned out that he was the third man, would probably be the example that people would bring up. This was like that times 10 on Saturday night. Like I think everybody, I think Matt Cardona got hit by 1,500 bottles while he was standing in the ring with that championship title Saturday night. I wish uh, Cardona would have just stood in the middle of the ring, put the championship over his face to protect himself, and just stood there. He was ducking and diving, <clears throat> and he was trying to get out of the way, but nothing says F you to that GCW crowd more than just standing in the middle of that ring and basically daring them to pelt him with something. Soak in that heat. Um Personally, that's what I would have loved to have seen. But they got these people riled up. And those people who are so riled up are most likely going to pay money, Dave, to see somebody else from GCW, if not Nick Gage, try to defeat Matt Cardona. This is smart business. Yeah. People despise Cardona for what he now represents. Cardona is a pretty boy. Not anymore. He's all scarred up. He came for that match. He was ready to go. If, if you're a GCW faithful, Dave, don't you want to see Cardona lose and get torn to shreds? Yes, of course. And, and to your point, everybody thought that that is exactly what was going to happen on Saturday night. I don't think there was anybody in there that thought that Matt Cardona had any chance. And you talk about a story, Matt Cardona, right? At, when Matt Cardona realized what he was in for, you saw him run. And the GCW fans blocked him from running away. Like he tried to run, he ran out of the ring, was trying to run in the back. And the fans blocked him until, you know, Nick Gage was able to grab him and throw him. Like that was like an awesome sight to see because then you're like, holy shit, this guy finally realizes what's going to happen to him, and he's scared. He had the look of fear on his face, but he overcame it. And to your point, Bully, about when the, the fans started belting him with, with bottles, he did something I thought was amazing. He did the Shawn Michaels. He dropped to his knees with the title belt in his hands. Like That was like the ultimate. To me, that was like the ultimate FU to that GCW fan base. Like It was fantastic, and it's something that you rarely see. 
like I was thinking about it. Like when have I seen like a crowd that angry at a wrestler? And a couple of things came to mind. And Tommy and I talked about it uh, when Paul Orndorff passed away, but we talked about a Piper's Pit from December of 84 where the like, Roddy Piper's guest was Salvatore Bolomo. And let's just say Piper said some unkind things about Italians and Italian-Americans, and he was getting belted by the crowd. Uh, obviously, one-night stand against, you know, for Cena that night, you at lockdown, Hogan. Like, th- there's, there's examples of it, but nothing recent, nothing within the last few years like we saw last night. So I was, exa- I was actually excited about it, Bully. But I want to read a tweet from Dave Meltzer, and I want to get your take, and then I want to start taking phone calls next segment from the Busted Open Nation. This is what Meltzer said, and he showed a picture of the bottles being thrown at Matt Cardona, and he said this. He goes, I'm sure people will make their lame excuses for it or say how great the heat was, but this crowd reaction was such bullshit and such an embarrassment to the industry. What's your thoughts on Dave Meltzer's tweet Saturday night? Um, the only thing I he calls it the crowd reaction is bullshit and an embarrassment. Yes. Well, Dave Meltzer, 877-344-4893. If you fight, you can call. What do you mean that it's an embarrassment and bullshit? The people throwing stuff is an organic reaction. They were pissed off. So is people pelting the ring when Hulk Hogan turned and joined the NWO an embarrassment also? Is he talking about, the, he's talking about the reaction of the people. Yeah. What's embarrassing about that? I don't get it. Or is he talking about the match? Dave Meltzer loves Kenny Omega. Why is it okay for Kenny Omega to do this crap? You know, what's an embarrassment when you advertise an exploding death match, exploding ring death match. And then the kaboom doesn't go off. That's embarrassing. Would you agree or not? I agree. But 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 Meltzer's talking. This is why I'm, I find it peculiar. Because Meltzer's talking about the crowd reaction. Like, he's not talking about the death match itself. He's talking about the reaction from the crowd. I would think in pro wrestling, you would give your left nut for a crowd reaction like they got on Saturday night. That's the type of reaction every wrestler looks for. And look at what we're comparing that reaction to. We're comparing it to the lockdown reaction. We're comparing it to the the NWO swerve reaction. These were really successful, uh, you know, swerves in the wrestling business that generated legitimate heat from a crowd. So did he not like the match? All right, maybe deathmatch wrestling is not your cup of tea. But a couple of your favorite guys, Dave Meltzer, do this deathmatch wrestling or have. Why? Because they do it in AEW. It's okay. But GCW did it in a, I don't know, a ballroom. It's not okay. The reaction of the people. How did you want them to react? Did you want them to give a polite standing ovation like you get in Corrigan Hall? Like, what what would you like? Omega took a pizza cutter from Sammy Callahan. Was that an embarrassment? Was the way the impact crowd reacted to that an embarrassment? Like, 
No, I, and that's the thing. Like, again, he doesn't say anything about the death match. It's about the crowd reaction. Like, it's an embarrassment to the industry that the crowd reacted that way. But like you just said, like, was he screaming about that? And, in, in, you know, at the crowd reaction for Bash at the Beach when Hogan turned and p- people were upset. Listen, Bully, when I saw Piper getting belted by, you know, uh, Debray at the Meadowlands in 1984, I guarantee you, Bully, if you went up to the fans after that event and said to them, is pro wrestling real? I guarantee you most of the people in attendance that night would say it's not real. But the reaction to Roddy Piper was real. Think about that. Roddy Piper saying the things that he said to Salvatore Bolomo. Salvatore Bolomo, bully, who's enhancement talent. He got that crowd so riled up that people were throwing things into the ring. Like this GCW crowd, they are so faithful to GCW and Nick. They have so much faith in a Nick Gage that an outsider like Matt Cardona comes in and wins the title. Their reaction is to throw things at him. I mean, can you think of anything more genuine and heartfelt than that crowd reaction? I would never uh, attach the word embarrassment to that crowd reaction. Wrestlers work their entire career to get that kind of heat. And if Cardona has that kind of heat, Nick Gage is loved that much more by the GCW faithful today. And hopefully Nick Gage goes on to Dynamite on Wednesday. I wonder how I wonder how good old Dave feels about Nick Gage being on dynamite. But hopefully Gage goes there and gets over. Because if Nick Gage can get over on dynamite, do I think he's going to go over? No. Should he go over? No. It'd be a giant swerve, but I really don't know what it would do for the Jericho um uh um MJF angle. Unless Gage puts Jericho on the shelf. Who knows? I'm just spitballing here. But the real the real job here, the real mission here is for Nick Gage to get over. Now he has a few more eyes on him. He goes back to GCW and maybe we get the rematch. And now they might be able to have that rematch in a bigger venue. Sell more tickets. Make more money. This is a business. This is about generating revenue. It makes complete sense to me. I'm not embarrassed by the reaction of the GCW crowd. When Terry Funk and Cactus Jack were in the ring in 1994, and all all the fans in the ECW arena threw their chairs in the ring for the very first time, was that an embarrassment? That's iconic and legendary. It's the number one, it was the number one piece of footage that remained on the opening to ECW forever. Would you ever call that embarrassing? No. No. And I don't think what we saw on Saturday, for me, I don't think what we saw on Saturday was an embarrassment either. 
Sirius XM presents an exclusive podcast. Comic-Con begins. Comics, science fiction, monster movies, Star Trek, fantasy, Star Wars. Learn how a group of high school comic book fans, children were going to the back of a dirty bookstore, started what became the biggest annual pop culture event in the world. Geeks are running Hollywood now. Comic-Con changed my life. Comic-Con begins, a six-part series. All episodes available now on the SXM app. Download today, free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. You know, it first started in 1986 when the New York Giants went to the Super Bowl and won. They asked Phil Simms, hey, Phil, where are you going? I'm going to Disneyland. And you know something? When you win the GCW World Championship, you know what you do? You go to Disneyland and let's bring in, and I never had a doubt, let's bring in your GCW World Champion, Matt Cardona. Matt, good morning, champ. Oh, good morning, and I love that sound, champ. I love it. You got to be excited. Did you ever think that you were going to be the in the position that you're in right now? 100%. Why, why else would I go down this crazy road if I didn't think I was going to end up on top? I mean, I didn't do it to uh, you know prove people wrong. I didn't do it to prove I was a tough guy. Like, I already knew that. I did it to win and to change GCW, change the the whole landscape of the company. Uh, And of course, like, yeah, I wanted to use them and get buzz and and it worked. I was trending number one. (laughs) Actually, good bully. Good point. He was trending number one on Saturday night. Matt, uh, when were you ever trending number one in your career other than the IC championship? Maybe. I mean, maybe like during the YouTube run like 10 years ago, but I think that's proof that like you can't, you can't count me out. Like so many times in my career, uh, whether it be like office people or, or, or fans or even sometimes myself, I counted me out. I feel like, well, this is it. Like uh, I'm never coming back from this. But time and time again, I prove that I can. And everybody counts me out, but they're, 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 my fan base, 
they they believe in me and it drives me and it motivates me and i just you know i'm i don't want to prove people wrong i want to prove people right i keep saying that over and over and i think winning that gcw title like god damn it that prove people right Matt, uh, this was definitely a different world for you in front of that GCW crowd. Um, Can you talk to me about what was going through your mind during your entrance, during the match, um, after the match was over and you won? Can you tell me about the intensity of the match, the adrenaline rush that you felt? Kind of take us through what you felt in your body and in your mind. I'll be honest, like there was some fear, like walking through that curtain, you can watch, you know, like the replay on fight. Like I can't even get through the curtain and there are fans just in my face. And luckily GCW had some security for me because I think someone would have took me out or tried to, you know, uh, and it's impossible for me to get to the ring. I finally get there and you could just feel that they like the genuine hate and not like, Oh, this is the bad guy we're supposed to boo like hate. Uh, and, and during the match, the atmosphere was exciting. Like people, like they just wanted me to die in there. Like I was getting tweets, like that people wanted me to die. They wanted uh, Nick to to kill Chelsea. Like these are human beings really typing this on their phone or their computer. Like what the hell is wrong with these people? And then when I win, bro, I mean you saw the video. It they were just throwing stuff, some bottles, full bottles, empty bottles. Someone threw a fucking pizza cutter. Like Jesus, come on, uh, and like. I tried to enjoy it. I feel like I was generally like concerned, like this isn't stopping. This isn't like NWO over a couple of bottles. I can just stand there and like smile. Like I didn't know what was going to be thrown. I had no idea. Uh, but I was in there for as long as I could. I tried to get like the money shot with the, with the title. And then the GCW security is like, yo, we got to go. We got to go out the front, run out the front, run out the front. So they, they brought me out. And and fans were still chasing us out, like through the front, through the through the Showboat Casino. It was wild. Matt, Matt, I got to give you a lot of credit. And Bully and I, you know, we didn't open up with Cena coming back. We didn't open up with Punk and Daniel Bryan rumors. We you know we've spent over an hour talking about this match from Saturday in GCW Wrestling and you. And man, I man, I got to give you a hug when I see you next. Seriously. Because Bully well, and not, I have been racked. Not too hard. Not not too hard, please. My back is all sliced up. I, I get that. But but Bully and I have been racking our brain trying to come up with scenarios like the one that we saw this past Saturday. And I'm being serious here. This is like some old school territory shit that you did on Saturday. This is like a knife in the ass to Piper. This is like some of those things that you think are myths or that you know that wrestlers talk about about back in the day, like. You did that on Saturday night, Matt. Yeah, and trust me, like I'm very, very proud of it. Like, d- d- did I want, like, did I want to get injured by fans? Absolutely not. Like, I wanted people to enjoy the show, uh, you know, and that's why uh, I I put my body in the line because listen, I I talked a big game. I couldn't just go in there and, and have you know, and like I had to deliver, and I feel like I did, but like. I, I guess a part of me, I'm not going to lie, a part of me wanted to gain some respect from that audience, but they did not care. Like, when there's a pizza cutter thrown at you, like, that's hate. Matt, you, you're talking about wanting to gain some respect from the GCW audience. I noticed on social media that you sent out a tweet saying that you respected Nick Gage. Why? Why do you respect Nick Gage, and why did you send out the tweet? Yeah, I mean, listen, I've said it before, this deathmatch style, it's not for me. It's not my style at all. I'm not a fan of it. 
at all, but I respect that, that, you know, there are people who like it and who am I to say what's right and wrong in wrestling? I'm not, I can't say that. So I, I always had some sort of respect for Nick. I mean, the guy almost died and wanted to keep going in one of his death matches. But after being in the ring with him and seeing the, the punishment that he takes, but not only the punishment that he like takes in the ring, but like the, just the love that, that the fans have for him and he has back, like, you know, my entrance was wild because the people wanted to kill me. His entrance was wild because the people loved him and wanted to touch him. And wanted to, it was it was something I never, like, experienced before. Like, you would have thought they were trying to kill him, but they just wanted to, like, like you know, bring their king to the ring. It was it was nuts. So, and I respect the hell out of him. Like, this guy is one tough SOB, uh, but it just wasn't it just wasn't his night. You know, uh, do you think oh, – oh, sorry. Matt, do you think there's room uh, in mainstream pro wrestling for the deathmatch style in 2021? I, I do. I think there, there's room for everything. I mean, listen, we live in a world right now where there's there's wrestling every weekend. There's wrestling on TV every single night of the week. I mean, it, it, there's a time for everything. Uh, will I be involved in that deathmatch style? Probably not. You know, you probably, you know, I think uh, it's a, a one and done when it comes to deathmatch, but it's not one and done when it comes to GCW. Like I, I want to be the face of that company, change the company. Uh, if, if, if there's deathmatch wrestling on the card, great, cool. I'm all for it, but I want to bring this, this company a new height. And I think, I mean, I know I'm the person that can do it. There's, you could love me, hate me, whatever you want to say about me. There is no denying that people were watching that show and people are still talking about that show. And that's because of what, you know, I brought to the table and what Nick Gage brought to the table. So I'm not, I'm not taking all the credit here. 100%. It was Nick Gage versus Matt Cardona. People wanted to see what was going to happen. And I think that's like just beautiful storytelling, but a beautiful, it's, it's, that's wrestling to me. You, you build it up. You have this kick-ass match and people are still talking about it. Uh, Dave Meltzer went to social media after the match and he brought up that he thought the crowd reaction was bullshit and an embarrassment. I mean, how do you feel about the that quote from Dave Meltzer? I mean, I'm a little confused. Like, was he saying, like, it's bullshit that someone was throwing, like, pizza cutters and stuff at me? Like, uh, then maybe. But then, like, somebody tweeted something that when it happened to Hogan for the NWO, there was, like, awesome heat. So what's the difference? <laughs> That's what I didn't I, understand. I, I agree. And, and seriously, in, in this day and age, to get that type of reaction... I mean, that crowd hated you, Matt. I mean, they freaking hated you. So, yeah, like, like, that's, I that's what I'm saying. It's 2021, right? We all know yeah. the deal. But to get that kind of reaction, I, I mean, listen, there's been similar reactions before, but I personally have never seen anything like that. Or I've never been a part or in the building as a fan, as a wrestler, never. So for me, it was a, a once in a lifetime experience. Does that mean, like, it's, you know, do I wish that, you know, the fans would have shown me a little more respect? Cool. Do I wish someone wouldn't have thrown a pizza cutter? Cool. But, man, I don't regret any of it because that will live forever. Matt, do you plan on giving Gage a rematch or are you just going to take the GCW championship and throw it in the trash and, and leave? I, I'm not throwing it in the trash. I really want to be the face of this company. In fact, I'm already thinking of ways to, to change the company for the better. Uh, you know, I think we, we, can, we can make this company. You know, ECW was incredible. I mean, 
the, the, everything did get better, you know, like the production change, you know, they, they got better with their merchandising. I want to help this company out. I mean, this, this company doesn't even have ring aprons. Let's get some ring aprons, guys. You know, let's make this a little more professional. I got to be honest with you, Matt. I'm a big fan of yours. I love you, but I'm a little upset about the outcome. I got to be honest with you. GCW is a Jersey company. Nick Gage is from Jersey. You're a Long Island guy. It doesn't make me happy that the face of GCW and that title is being held by somebody from fucking Long Island and not New Jersey. Yeah, listen, I'm not a New Jersey guy. I hate New Jersey. Uh, I am from Long Island, but listen, I'm, I really believe that I can make this company something big. And the, the buzz that it's had so far, even before I got there, you can tell it's a company on the rise. And uh, I want to be a part of that. And, you know, like winning that title, like it really just made me feel like, you know what? I can, I can do this. And uh, like I said, not about proving people wrong, about proving people right. But this is my opportunity now to take this title and, and really show what I can do. Matt, Matt, will you have your eyes on this uh, this Wednesday's episode of Dynamite when Gage takes on Jericho? Oh, 100 percent. And then, you know, when I was watching Dynamite last week and that happened in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, because I got to go all out on Saturday because I got to make sure that nothing him and Chris do can top my match. You know, that was my my honest opinion. I was like, it's great because now people are talking about Nick more, but it's like, well, now I really got to go all out. I really got to put my body on the line because I don't want to get overshadowed in a couple of days by him and Jericho. And and speaking of All Out, All Out is in Chicago this year. So is GCW that weekend as well. So maybe this isn't the, the first time we see those two worlds collide. Uh, Matt, congratulations being the new GCW world champion. You are now the face of GCW wrestling and uh, for giving us that moment on Saturday, both you and Nick Gage, to me, you have our respect. Like I said, we've been talking about it for over an hour, full bank of phone calls. So you definitely did something special. Like really quick, last question from me, because you've had some amazing moments. I mean, you won the Intercontinental Championship in front of 100,000 fans at WrestleMania. Where do you rank this moment in your career? Uh, I mean, listen, winning that Intercontinental title with my dad coming in the ring, that's number one. But if this isn't number two or three, I don't know what would be. I mean, there's no, like, I had a kick-ass death match against this deathmatch king. I beat him. And then the place legitimately riots. I mean, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't really top that. It's, it's an unbelievable feeling. And, you know, I've been running my mouth uh, the past couple of weeks saying, oh, I'm going to take this title to Disneyland. Right now, I'm in the Grand Californian Hotel at the Disneyland Resort. I got the title. I'm going to clean off the blood. I'm going to bring in a backpack, and I'm going to take a picture in front of the castle, and the GCW universe is going to hate me for it, but all my fans are going to love me, and that's the best part. I'm not changing me. I'm not turning heel. I'm not being a bad guy. I'm being me, and my fans love me. Normal people love me, but this GCW universe hates my guts, and I think it's the greatest environment. I love it. Uh, I think you guys did a great job. Uh, I always look at the business of the business, and I think you guys were able to generate interest, generate um, a dollar, and hopefully the rematch takes place uh, with more people there, uh, more people paying to see it. So I think it was good business all around. Great job. I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, you're someone who's been giving me, like, little – 
inspiration this whole way. And, you know, little DMs and stuff, and it means a lot that people are rooting for me. And that's great. And, and you know, I add you to the people, like, I don't want to prove wrong, you know? I want to prove you right. Because you're someone who, like, I feel like believes in me. So, oh, fuck, I got to prove Bubba right, my fans right, and everyone who supports me. And I feel like I did. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take a second and give myself a little pat on the back. Like, why not? I'm going to join myself at Disneyland today. Beautiful fiance, GCW title, Disneyland. Can't get better than that. You got the world, man. Uh, Matt, congratulations, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. All right, man. Have fun, dude. Dude, he's got the, dude, he's, he's killing it. He is got, got, he's engaged. He's in Disneyland. He's got the title. I mean, it just, uh, Good for him, man. He gave us a moment on Saturday night, and he deserves to give himself a little pat on the back. Who better than Matt Cardone? Right now? Nobody. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.